Les's League. Welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's get into this last part of the preview. And then in the next one, we're going to be doing the Team of the Week reveal. Uh, but first, let's go through these Sunday games. The Roosters v. the Dolphins. Fuck, it was scrappy to start from both teams. Obviously, the Dolphins getting used to each other out there for a little bit to start the game. Uh, obviously, the Chase head knock was a bit of a blow there for the Roosters. Blood coming out of the back of the head there did not look too good for the Cheese. But with all the head knocks, it's the ribs that were injured there for the Cheese getting hit really hard by Felice Cafusi. And speaking of Felice Cafusi, fuck, didn't he have an outstanding game in this one? Real, real leader in this side. Um, really strong hits, strong runs as well. He took a bit of time to get into the game, but once he was, he was outstanding. He was Definitely one of the better forwards on the park. Definitely a leader in this side as well. Just shows it shows his experience basically in this team as well. Real aggression there, um, and really putting the Roosters in the back foot here. It was a really solid game there from Felice Cafusi in terms of his defence and his attack. Uh, the Dolphins forward pack in general. I think Wayne had a pretty um, obvious agenda here, going through the middle. Not many teams go through the middle for the Sydney Roosters, particularly of their forward because of their forward pack. They've got such a tough forward pack there. I mean, Lindsay Collins and Matt Lodge in the front row is a pretty, pretty tough forward pack there for the Roosters. Keep in mind, the Roosters didn't have Marnie as well in the centers. Uh, they also didn't have Jared in the front row either. Nevertheless, they still had a really tough forward pack and a really decent back line. But the agenda was clear for Wayne Bennett. It was go through the middle and they really did that well. Uh, the Dolphins forward pack, uh, having a forward pack that's quite aged as well, like Jesse Bromwich, Jared Wallace, um, Mark Nichols, you know, a really aged forward pack. And then you've obviously got some of the younger guys in uh, Herman SESE, um, Colony Lemonlelu, who we'll talk about in a second because he was fucking incredible as well. Uh, but the Dolphins forward pack, really, really solid there. And, and, and the clear agenda of Wayne, they really pulled it off about 20 minutes into this game when they really started to get through the middle of the field. I thought Jeremy Marshall King, if there was one player that really stood out for me in this Dolphins team, it was Jeremy Marshall King. His ball playing at the dummy half, his service, uh, his deception as well at the dummy half as well. Uh, absolutely outstanding. I think he's going to be really, really helpful uh, for this Dolphins side going into the next few weeks. That uh, They really found out in the middle to start the game for me, the Dolphins. But as I said, they really warmed into the game and they really flipped it on its head and really started going through the middle of the Roosters with ease. Um, they nearly scored to start the game. It was disallowed. They were still super scrappy and unorganized to start the game. But as I said, when they found their when they found their pace, uh, when they found out the Roosters' side, uh, they really started to look good. I thought Sean O'Sullivan, his urgency in defense to start the game was one thing that got the Dolphins on the front foot as well. And then his kicking game. Uh, just came out of nowhere as well. Uh, his really, really solid kicking game there from Sean O'Sullivan and from Katoa as well. Super impressed with Isaiah Katoa to warm into this game as well. He was fantastic. So was Sean O'Sullivan. I think in the halves there, Sean O'Sullivan, he was great. Uh, the Roosters pack was tough to start the game, but obviously a massive blow there um, when, uh, you know, Felice Fusi just absolutely destroyed uh, Brandon Smith there, broke... Oh, did something to his ribs, did something to his ribs there. Um, he'll be out. Uh, it's going to be announced over the next few days, but I'm pretty sure he won't be playing this week. Uh, Brandon Smith. 
And I think Matt Lodge is going to be out as well. The dent in the side of his head was fucking huge. It was in like, uh, I saw the image of it um, on Instagram somewhere. I forget who posted it, but there was a massive dent in the side of his head as well. Fractured eye socket there for him. So he's going to be out for the next few weeks. Lodge, that's a massive two blows there for the Roosters. A massive two blows. Um, so hopefully they can play well without those two guys. As I said, it's going to be a slow start here from the Roosters. Getting used to a new spine. It's always going to be a slow start for teams getting used to a new, new spine. I mean, look at the Penrith Panthers. They lost to the Broncos. Um, so it's going to be um, a bit of a slow start here for the Roosters. But, um, yeah, a massive blow there to have one of the guys you can be meant to be getting used to in the spine out because of a rib injury and maybe even because of those head knocks as well that he suffered. I mean, a bleeding back of the head there as well. Um Two really big hits there from Felice Gafusi. Um, yeah, he was outstanding. Um, J- Jerry Marshall King, we talked about him through the middle. Uh, his hands, uh, especially that try that he set up for, um, you know, the hammer there to score a try. The first try by a Dolphins player was absolutely outstanding to just run straight through the middle of the Roosters defenders after really exposing that middle there uh, and giving a beautiful ball to the hammer was great. Uh, Katoa, the error off the kickoff gave Roosters points. Um, but other than that, he was great. I thought uh, Isaiah Katoa, especially for a young guy playing his first game in the NRL, I thought he was great. We saw a little bit of vintage Teddy and, Cle- and Kiri um, throughout this game as well. I thought Kiri in stages looked great. Obviously, when the Roosters weren't on the front foot, it was hard for him to look good in this game. Uh, but Tedesco, he looked really good in a, t- in a losing team as well. I thought he really did put a big effort in. Um, yeah, but Jeremy Marshall King was fucking outstanding. Uh, 12 all at halftime, a scoreline that not many people expected. I don't think many people expected 28 to 16 as well uh, to end the game. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, it just show, goes to show the effort areas for the Dolphins and the master coach, Wayne Bennett, uh, doing it for the Broncos way back in 1986. Was it 1986 or 1987 um, for the Broncos and then uh, doing it here in 2023 for the Dolphins, winning their first game against a team that people think are going to win the comp, the Sydney Roosters. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty outstanding there for, for the Dolphins and uh, really good signs going into this year. A team that many people think are going to get the spoon, having a really positive start here. I think a lot of minds would be changed. Uh, the Dolphins, Electric's a second half for me. Kafusi's toughness, we talked about him and the hits that he put on in this game, a real leader in this team. Uh, Sean O'Sullivan's ball playing was great. Colony Lemon Lalu. Oh, fuck. I think he's going to be a really good player on the edge there um, for the Dolphins. Really molding him into an edge back rower. I think he's going to be great. He had a really solid game in this one. Uh, playing big minutes and, and getting a lot of meters on the edge there uh, for the Dolphins. Egan Butcher, I thought the send it, send off there was a bit ridiculous. I think that it wasn't too bad what he did there to get the send off. I think it was a bit silly. Um, and I was left scratching my head about that one. I think many people would have thought the same. Uh, Roosters aren't in it in the second half. They just weren't in it. Um, and, and the Dolphins, they looked really good, and, and they really did deserve that win at the back end of that game. They really looked solid. Uh, big effort areas from the spine and from the forwards as well. Uh, a real good team effort. They looked like a team, and that's the thing that won them the game. Roosters were very individuals. Uh, it was a very individualized style of play from the Roosters. Sam Walker doing some really silly things, forcing you know the Dolphins to get the ball back. 
uh, a few times, trying to throw the beautiful cutout pass. We know he does so well and throwing it out on the full a few times and forcing passes that weren't there. It just shows the inexperience, something that Sam Walker can go back and fix in his game. But uh, yeah, look, I mean, it was a really solid game here from the Dolphins. Um, and I'm really keen to see them going into next week as well. Um, but yeah, look, the Roosters definitely need to fix some things going into the next few weeks, particularly Sam Walker, just not forcing things. He doesn't need to force things. He doesn't need to get to the big play every single time. It's something that the Panthers did as well against the Broncos. That sort of costs them the game as well, just forcing plays that aren't on, you know, keeping the ball in your hands for an entire set, completing at a high rate. Roosters had a 62, I think, completion rate at the back end of that game, which is so unroosters, especially considering how well they went last year. Um, I mean, yeah, it was very unroosters, the completion rate there. And uh, I think they're going to, it's something they really do need to look at fixing going into next week. So uh, yeah, a bit concerning there for the roosters, but really good effort from the dolphins and making history. there, outstanding. Jermaine Asako is another guy we haven't even mentioned yet. He was great for this game. The goal kicking, um, and the meter eater of Jermaine Asako as well, scoring those tries in this game as well was outstanding. So, um, yeah, really big effort areas from the spine and the forwards for the Dolphins and a really good team win here. The first win for the Dolphins in their first game, making history um, and I really, really love to see it. Now, the last game of the week was the Tigers v. the Gold Coast Titans. It was a shit slinger to start. I will admit it was a shit slinger to start. A lot of errors in this game. Uh, it was pretty scrappy footy, to be to be quite honest. Errors at the start of the game particularly were costing both teams in this one. I thought Philip Sami, if there was any players that really stood out, Philip Sami was one of those, particularly at the start of the game, uh, looking really, really dangerous there in the centers. Um, AJ, fuck, he looks better at one than six. He looks so good at one. I thought he looked really, really dangerous. The combo that he's going to be building with Jaden Campbell in this side. It looks so dangerous. And if Kieran Foran's going to be out for the next few weeks with a knee injury, uh, depending on if he has a knee injury, if it was just a knock, it was... um yeah, just a knock for Kieran Foran. If he's going to be out for the next few weeks, I wouldn't mind, you know, giving Jaden Campbell a crack in that number six jersey because he did look good there when he came onto the field. And uh, the, the Titans actually looked like they were moving much faster. It was a very, very explosive team. I don't mind Jaden Campbell coming off the bench. I really don't. Coming in, coming into the middle as well, into the front line and uh, playing a sort of roaming role like a second 5'8". Looked really, really impressive. Even when Kieran Foran, a guy that really controls the side, came off the came off the field, Jaden Campbell comes onto the six. Oh, fuck, it was dangerous. And I love that combo to set up AJ Brimson for the try. I think that that combo could really work out going into this year. I thought Jaden Campbell, he did look really, really dangerous, and so did AJ. Um, the Titans, really creative in attack as well, as we said, and uh, they look really, really dangerous. They do look dangerous. I was talking to BKR Sport. I was talking to Blaze about it after the game. Uh, I did tip the Tigers 13+. plus. I had to pick a 13-plus game, obviously, uh, in the salty tips. We do pick one 13-plus game per week. I uh, picked the Tigers v. the Gold Coast Titans. Thought it was going to be one of those games where Abby Coruscant dominated there in the number nine jersey. He ended up coming off the bench, which, again, was a real head-scratcher for me. Um, I would have preferred him to start the game, particularly when he's the captain in this team. I would have probably expected him to start, but obviously he didn't. I think the main thing that cost the West Tigers the game for me was errors. I mean, other than that, when they had the, when they had the footy in their hands, they looked really impressive. 
It was just the fact that the Tigers, they were unable uh, unable to finish the play. They were unable to finish the set. Their execution, uh, you know, they, they had really good sets. And then right at the end, they'd, they'd have an error. They'd have a knock-on or they'd pass it out, uh, out on the full. Or, you know, just to make an error at the back, back end of a set that would cost them or give the footy over to the Gold Coast Titans, giving the Titans a lot of opportunities. You know, once they fix up that execution, once they get used to each other as well, fuck, isn't Adam Dewey going to benefit from a guy like Api Korosiao. I reckon his game is going to another level. He even looks good in that game. Like, doesn't Adam Dewey just get you fucking horny for football? If there's one guy that just gets you fucking horny for football, it is Adam Dewey. And his passing game was great. He threw some really good balls to set up his outside backs there on that right-hand side. He looked really, really impressive. I think that Adam Dewey is just going to get better and better each week, especially when he gets used to Api Coruscant. Uh He's fast, play the balls. Api Coruscant coming out of dummy half and Adam Dewey running off him as well. I think that combo is really going to become something in, over the next few weeks. Hasn't yet, but it will be over the next few weeks. That combo is really going to start to form Adam Dewey and Api Coruscant. Luke Brooks, a little bit quiet for me. Um, but look, I think Adam Dewey was just getting so much ball and excelling so much. And every time Adam Dewey got the ball in his hands, he thought the Tigers were going to score just quietly. So, uh, yeah, look, I'm really keen to see um, Adam Dewey and Api Korosia make a combination next weekend. Um, I think it's going to be really, really interesting to see um, Adam Dewey just get better, better and better each week. And once they get that execution, once all the players get used to each other, once they've had a few weeks to get used to each other, Dane Laurie as well off Api Korosau, I mean, it is going to be a really dangerous side. Plus, they have John Bateman coming into the side as well this week, potentially. Um, so, I mean, it's just going to get better and better for the, uh, for the West Tigers. Just little areas they need to work on just in terms of execution, and I think they're going to be much better for it. Um, but, yeah, Adam Dewey, fuck, he gets you horny for football. He looks really, really good. If there's one uh, upside for the West Tigers, it's Adam Dewey, and it is Abby Coruscant. Um, But, yeah, look, I think Abby needs to start. I don't think he comes off the bench. It's very different to the Penrith Panthers, obviously, when they were trying to blood in a guy like Mitch Kenny. Obviously, then it's fair enough that Abby comes off the bench, but I think he needs to start as the captain, as the leader in this team. Uh, I think he needs to start the games in that number nine jersey and probably get used to playing 80 minutes as well for me, Abby Coruscant. Uh, but yeah, look, positive signs for the West Tigers. All they really need to work on is their execution and uh, just limiting errors as well. Uh, I think that's the main thing for the West Tigers. But Titans looking really impressive. Uh, less, less so. But I think they also need to work on their execution a little bit, the Gold Coast Titans. But these teams are probably going to improve more so over the next few weeks. Both both of these teams are really going to start to improve for me. I can see some positive signs from both of these teams. Uh, and I can't wait to see how the Tigers and the Titans go over the next few weeks. But a really, really big round of football. A really great way to start the year. One.